0: Terms apply.
1: All right, time for our senior handicapper from uh, vegasinsider.com. It is uh, Brian Edwards. Uh, I'm just going to start. You can go on a rant uh, about what happened at Alabama last night, the officiating, the result between Alabama and Florida. Good morning. Go.
2: Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, man, I had to check in the Heartbreak Hotel. Tough one. Um, You know, that 12 to 6 elbow. That got John Jones the only career loss. Could even get a common foul. Could even get a common yeah, foul. It's not a common that, foul uh, in, in Tuscaloosa
1: last night. Tough one. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? That was. Uh, I mean, that's six. That was a heck of a game. Um, I, man, I I've told you this. I think I. You know, you have Billy Donovan, Mike White, eh. uh, Todd Golden is going to work out. I really really like what they're doing. Um, I mean, they're eighteen and eight. They're in the they're in the tournament. They're probably going to be in that eight nine maybe a seven uh, seed. But I, I think Florida basketball is in a good spot right now.
2: I agree. I think we're playing as good as anybody right now. The last nine games uh, seven and two. The only losses in overtime at Bama. Obviously could have could have won that. Could have would have should have won at Texas A and M uh, either two or three Saturdays ago. Lost by one, but led most of the second half. Um, yeah, I think Florida is. Hot. I mean, playing the way we played the last nine games, I'm, um, I, I, you know, I don't uh, I think we can get out of the first weekend. You know, it depends on matchups, obviously, yeah. but uh, you know, might be looking at a two seed, uh, and you know, a two seven matchup. Uh, so I, I think I think if you're a high seed, I don't think you want to see the Gators in the round of thirty-two. So I'm <laughs> pleased with where we're at. You're
3: you're all business with Florida, though, because I mean, we've talked about even in college football. Well, I guess sometimes you've had Florida on the losing end of some of your picks, but you're you, you'll go in on Florida if you if you feel the matchups right. Is that does that also go with basketball?
2: Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. I mean, I'll go on them or against them. Get emotionally hedge. Uh, I didn't have the Gators in my pick pack last night, but when I saw that uh, Latrell Wright's cell was out and Alabama had moved to ten, I did grab personally. I grabbed a little bit of Florida uh, at plus ten. So, um, but. I wish I'd had it in my pick pack, but um, you know it wasn't that generous of a line yet. Uh, you know we have we have to have it in more than an hour before tip.
1: Hey, this uh, this line probably because it's Purdue and it's Rutgers is awful big tonight. They've split their last six meetings. They're playing at Mackey Arena now. Five of those six games have been decided by single digits. Sounds it, the line looks too good to be true with that past history. That Purdue is a 15 and a half point favorite tonight against Rutgers.
2: Yeah, I got to go with Rutgers here. You know, they were they're playing well. They were on a four-game uh, winning streak. Ha- had that snap uh, last time out uh, at Minnesota uh, on Sunday, but uh, they've won uh, they won their two previous uh, road games. And like you said, they've had good success against Purdue head to head. They won outright in West Lafayette last year. Uh, they're five and three straight up, seven zero and one against the spread in the last eight head to head meetings. And the reason. I think you know, you know Zach Eady, uh, you know Big Cliff Amori uh, is a you know mm-hmm. a pretty good defending option. He makes Eady uh, work for everything he gets. Uh, one of the best uh, you know rim protectors in the country, averaging three point three block shots per game. And Purdue, I know they're in bounce back mode here, but I just still think the numbers is too rich. Especially uh, Rutgers playing some of the better basketball of the season in the last couple weeks and the head to head success and purdue uh is mired in a two and four against the spread slump and they've won by double digits only once in the last six games so give me Rutgers 15 and a half
3: i think i know where gary's money's going tonight on the next big 10 game because uh it doesn't get much better as far as ats numbers is what minnesota has right now 22 and 3 b yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty solid. Uh they host Ohio State at the barn, and we're looking at Minnesota is sitting as a three and a half point home favorite. Uh that gosh, that almost that's gotta be the play, right?
2: Yep, gotta go with the gophers here, like Gary just noted. Twenty two and three against I mean, this is one of the best ATS teams in the country in many years. They've been outstanding at home, fourteen and three straight up, sixteen and one ats so ohio state is winless in seven road games two and five uh ats and um got to go uh with the gophers here lay in the three and a half ohio state kind of in a letdown spot after the big win over purdue which you know you get the interim coach the coach gets fired normally that first game is normally a good play on uh for Mm team you know with the interim coach first game but then it kind of you know reality sinks back in after that big effort the first time
1: out. Hey, let's talk about a total FAU and SMU. Now, I actually like FAU to beat the spread at home, which is I'm, I'm, I've got it four and a half. Um, but SMU's got some defensive issues. Uh, they're giving up some big numbers, nearly 80 in the last two games. FAU's defense better at home, but the total is at uh, 153. Are we going over or under?
2: We're going to go over. The over's hit in four straight for SMU and is on a nine and two run and it's last 11, and one of those two unders in SMU's last 11 had 156 combined that would have gone over tonight's numbers, over 7-4 and four for FAU in its last 11 uh, combined scores, like 169, 159, 163, 215, 172, 177, and 176. I think we get a lot of points. Give me over 153,
3: 153.5. And, and the Association Warriors creeping over 500 now, too, and the Lakers... Eh. Again, a team that uh, is just barely over, but right now they are on the road in San Francisco. Look at that line at Golden State laying six to six and a half. What, what do you like here?
2: Yeah, I got a better number early in the week before LeBron was downgraded to out, but I mean, I still like it at, at minus six. Um, Golden State playing really good before the all-star break, eight and two, but straight up and ATS, and one of the losses, one of the two losses in overtime at Atlanta. The other loss by one uh, to red-hot Phoenix. And um, six of the eight uh, recent wins in the last ten games for the Warriors have been by eleven points or more. The Lakers are only eleven and seventeen straight up, twelve and sixteen ATS on the road. So let's go with Golden State tonight.
1: Um, so we are back in the NBA after the uh, the scintillating All-Star game on Sunday night. <laughs> um, so you're doing a, if I'm reading this correctly, you're doing a money line parlay. Tonight,
2: correct. With all home favorites, ah. let's go with the Cavs at home uh, to Orlando. Let's go the Pelicans at home to the Rockets. Let's go the Jazz at home to the Hornets and the Kings at home to the Spurs. That four-team money line parlay just needs the home favorites to win outright at home. Uh, should get back about a 85 return.
1: Yeah, I, I. I was looking, because uh, I was looking at the, the inner workings of the Sacramento-San Antonio. Uh, they have a couple of decisions that they're making game time in terms of injuries or illness, I believe.
2: I did see Sabonis doubtful. Yeah. Uh, Is there another one? As long as it's not De'Aaron Fox, I'm still good with it.
1: Yeah, I think Sabonis and uh, I might have been a bench player, but once I saw Sabonis, I was like, eh. But I, I like where you're going with that. Um, and thank you very much. Enjoy the uh, weekend. Great job as uh, always. Enjoy a couple of uh, Big Ten. And you know what? We are uh, getting closer. What, three weeks? We'll be uh, talking March Madness on this Thursday?
2: Yeah. And I, I hope my Gators get sent to Omaha. Maybe we can meet. <laughs> I know. in I, studio. That,
1: hey, that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah. We hope it happens.
2: But, and you know, I got two. I, I do a lot of radio in Memphis for the past decade, too. And that's another first-round spot. So if it's either spot, as long as my flight is not going to be like two grand on a week's notice. Uh, I'm going to try to do it.
1: Well, hey, as I told you, I, I'm a big fan of Todd Golden. I, I think I think they made a really, really good hire. I know you hate the athletic director, but I think <laughs> he got that one right. Um, I just, I, I still I, I, I can't believe that they let that go last night. And in the day and age oh, where there's God. so much review that they let that elbow go on the Florida guy. He's got to be suspended, doesn't he? Well, I, I I would I would think in the Birmingham office today they're looking at it. They have to be. Got to. Yeah. Have to be. Yep. B, Have a great weekend. Thank you. Y'all as well, guys. Thanks. That's yeah. our uh, Vegas Insider uh, Brian Edwards. If you didn't see it, there was a there was a, a battle for a loose ball last night on the floor, and Florida player had it. Alabama guy comes in and bam mm-hmm. goes with the twelve six elbow.
3: Yep. It was uh was it Muhammad Muhammad Wag right? As that said, he's probably facing a suspension too. So. But you're right, you don't even get a common foul called in that one. That's, That's um, like
0: the NBA I grew up going to. Well, that was... was so like it, a Bill Ambeer?
1: Okay, so interesting. Um, that happened, if you were watching the, the end of, you know, and in Florida and Alabama went to overtime and Alabama won the game. The Here, here's another, yeah, well, LSU, so... Angel Reese
3: gets, gets pummeled.
1: Yeah. Well, I was looking at the men's game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she goes celebrating, she gets knocked down. Um, but how about LSU, their last two games? to rally and and against two top 10 AP teams. Yeah. They went South Carolina and now what, what,
3: what were they down? Okay, not last night. 60,
1: they were down 16 to South Carolina, down 17 right, last 16. night and came back. Okay. And they won, ironically, both by one. Yeah. But here's the other thing we have not talked about to finish the show, about last night's game and officiating, which I thought the officiating was fine. I mean, it, it, didn't, it didn't factor in. So, right. so there you go. Two good games. Like The, the Creighton-UConn game, officiating was not a factor at all. Officiating mm-hmm. was not a factor last night, except for the one... It's it's an out of bounds play where it was tipped out of bounds by Indiana. Kelly Pfeiffer signals it's Nebraska ball. Yeah. And Eric Curry who is standing over by Hoiberg near midcourt right. comes running from 50 feet away to tell Kelly Pfeiffer he got it wrong. And then it, it he reversed it.
3: He got it right.
1: Yes. Yeah. They were gave the ball to Indiana, but on the on the replay it was clear that Kelly Pfeiffer was right. And I don't know, man. That did that was not a good look because it's not like Kelly Pfeiffer is a young official. Yeah. I mean, he has stood toe to toe and stared in the eyes of <laughs> Fran McCaffrey. He's worked in the final <laughs> yes, four. He, yes, he has. But that was really awkward last night. That Eric Curry all of a sudden just took over the game and took over that call.
3: Remember the two and Kelly previous, didn't even
1: like didn't even like bat an eye. I
3: I honestly feel like that was a product of the home environment because remember the two previous you had close. Um, like tips that went out of bounds, and it looked like at first, like, oh, I think they got it wrong. They gave it to Nebraska, and then, and they stuck with it. They kept it with Nebraska. That happened twice, and the crowd was kind of up in arms. Remember, Pfeiffer had to, at that one point actually had to calm everybody down. And but the review, it, it solidified that no, they got that call right, even though the fans didn't like it. So it was almost like another one that was going Nebraska's way that he felt. Oh no no okay I got it. Curry's got it Curry comes over like I got to get in on this and make sure that this doesn't happen again. It wasn't like people are going to throw stuff on the floor, but it almost felt like oh we we owe Indiana one. That's yeah. that's how I saw
1: Eric it. Eric Curry likes Eric Curry, so Eric Curry likes when fans like him.
3: Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I think happened there. Is and, he felt he felt some peer hey, pressure? The
1: reaction. I wish they would have shown it on the replay um, or or brought it up. The reaction of Hoiberg once Eric Curry like started to run towards Kelly Pfeiffer, Like you you thought, Hoiberg had like was ready to show some emotion.
3: Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Did did a
1: pen come out of his hand or something? I I think something. something He jumped in the air and was like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, But you know, it It all worked out for Nebraska. Yeah, all all worked out. Uh, Omaha tonight taking on Oral Roberts. We'll see if uh, Red Blue and uh, Black Nebraska can go for the uh, sweep this week. Yeah. Go get them. Three weeks from today.
3: What are you guys wearing tonight? Do you know?
1: I have not checked on the fit check. I think tonight will be. Last home game might be black on black. Okay. It's a good look. It's an attitude. uh, That's at seven. Uh, Baxter uh, can't make it 630 over on uh, 1290. We're back in tomorrow at uh, six crossovers. Coming up next uh, for Nick, for Jimmy, I'm Gary. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.